Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 2, Episode 177 of this podcast. Thank you for joining us as we are continuing with our Come Follow Me study. This week we're in June the 22nd to June the 28th. Alma chapter 17 to 22, I'll make an instrument of thee. And we're continuing the section today titled, I can help others prepare to receive the gospel in Alma 17 to 18. And I'm going to try and get through all of Alma chapter 18 today. So let's see how we get on. Uh, so as we know, um, Alma has just chopped off the arms of the, uh, the Lamanites trying to steal the sheep. And the king is astonished at what has just happened. Um, he's listening to the testimony, the witness of his servants. He can't quite believe what's being said. Uh, he says in verse four, and um, now I know it is the great spirit and he has come down at this time to preserve your lives that I might not slay you as I did your brethren. Now, this is the great spirit of whom our fathers have spoken. What I love about this is that it's quite clear that King Moroni knows that what he was doing in killing his servants because of them losing their flocks, um, he knew it was wrong. <laughs> Otherwise, why would he think that the great spirit was coming down to preserve their lives when he had been slaying the lives of other people, other servants? Um, Daniel K. Judd said this, quote, Prophets both ancient and modern have taught that the Spirit of Christ or light of Christ is preparatory in purpose. It prepares God's children to receive the temporary witness of the Holy Ghost, followed by the more cons- constant gift of the Holy Ghost. An example of this progression could be identified in the Book of Mormon accounts of the conversion of King Lamoni. Even though Lamoni had the autocratic authority of a king and, did, and did, had been taught that whatsoever he did was right, the text suggests that he still knew it was wrong to slay those servants he judged had not served him well. Close quote. That's a really insightful comment there um, by uh, Daniel K. Judd. Because the Spirit of Christ is important in preparing people to receive the gospel as well. And the way that we um, help others prepare to receive that gospel is to testify with the Holy Ghost to try and reach that light within them. And uh, King Lamoni clearly had that light of Christ within him, for he knew innately that it was wrong to be slaying these servants that, had, that hadn't served, served him well, which may be in part why he has such a, a grand um, conversion experience, because he feels that he has many things to repent of. Um, as we move forward, uh, Ammon comes back, but not after um, the king questions where he is. And of course, um, the, the servants say, well, he's feeding your horses. Now... <laughs> I've always loved this reaction by King Lamoni. Uh, in verse 10, he says, Surely there has not been any servant among all my servants that has been so faithful as this man, for even if not, he'd oft remember all my commandments to execute them. Now, I mean, I don't know, like, the fact that this that Ammon has gone about and done what the king has asked him doesn't seem like a very high st- standard or a high bar for, people, for servants to reach. But obviously, for King Lamoni, this was a big, big thing, uh, something which he wasn't used to. And I suppose the fact that there has been this great event that has happened and uh, Ammon hasn't come back to, to boast about what he's done, but he's just carried on doing his duty. That is the more powerful, um, I guess, um, evidence to this king that he is of, of good character. Vaughan J. Featherstone said this, quote, Would that our father, our heavenly father, could say this about his children, that we remembered all of his commandments to execute them. What would our heavenly father, king have us do as his children? We should be faithful in fulfilling every assignment. We ought to be virtuous and pure and trustworthy. We ought to stand steadfast in our callings, filling them in the same dedicated and loyal fashion in which Ammon filled his assignments. Close quote. So, Ammon comes in. There is a great um, silence. And in fact, uh, in verse 14, we read that there was silence for the space of an hour. 
Amon is clearly a preacher, a gospel missionary. Yeah, he has, you know, gone in, tried to build a relationship, serve the people in uh, in that um, settlement, and then he comes back and he um, he isn't afraid of silence. In fact, in preach my gospel, it says this quote: "Do not be afraid of silence. People often need time to think about and reply to questions or express what they are feeling. You might pause after you have asked a question or sharing a spiritual experience, or when people are having difficulty expressing themselves." Be sure to give people time to complete their thoughts before you respond and do not interrupt while they are talking. Close quote. Um, in writing my book, there was a there's a chapter I wrote about active listening. And um, there is a really ins- important and insightful thing about listening without thinking. And whilst that might sound a bit counterintuitive, hear me out on this, that the, the human brain has a great capacity to be able to generate thoughts and ideas very quickly in a, in a flash, in an instant, in a moment. And so if we spend our time whilst listening to someone else, thinking about what we're going to say in response, then we'll find that we are not taking in taking in all that they have to say. And if we have an idea that we think is really good because we've just thought of it ourselves, we might be more inclined to interrupt and trying to get our thoughts across whilst they're still talking. Um, but what we should be doing on in on the other side, on the other hand, is just listening and then opening our mouths to speak when that time comes. And it's something which I really need to work on and I want to try and work on. Uh, and clearly Amina here has recognised the need to, to not interrupt this, this moment of silence until that time comes when he's filled with the Spirit and he says, is it because that I've defended thy servants and thy flocks? The Spirit came to him to tell him what to say and we'll be blessed with that um opportunity as well. Clyde Jayla Williams said this, quote, in a similar way, the Lord will help his modern day servants perceive the thoughts or feelings of those they are teaching. This perception may not be as dramatic as the case of King Lamoni. I remember many times as a young missionary when the Lord would help me perceive the lack of understanding, the questioning or the rejection of our teachings on the part of those who we were instructing. They did not have to say anything. We would discern it by the spirit, close quote. This is available to anyone, not just missionaries, not just, you know, servants of, of the Lord or prophets. It's available to everyone, um, you know, and it's the way in which we, we feel that there is a um, a thought or an idea in our mind that we think, oh, well, I'll try this. And we rec- often forget that that is the spirit prompting us and guiding us. Um, and so, you know, that is important. King Lamoni is very astounded by this and is very impressed by Ammon's uh, ability to read his thoughts. So he thinks he's the great spirit. Ammon explains that he's not. But then King Lamoni says that he'll he'll listen to anything that, that Ammon has to say. And I love this phrase in verse 22. Now Ammon, being wise yet harmless, he said to Lamoni, Wilt thou hearken unto my words if I tell thee by the power what things I what by what power I do these things? Um I love that phrase, wise yet harmless. It shows that there was absolutely pure intent by Ammon, that he doesn't have any other motivations. He doesn't have any other agendas to try and put forward with this. He is a wise person, but he's harmless. He is absolutely devoted to serving the people around him to help them connect with their saviour. And I just love that wise yet harmless, um, you know, phrase. It is something that that we should all be uh, striving to be as well. Um, and the king obviously responds and says, yes, you know, I will, I will listen. I'll, I'll listen to what you have to say. Um, and, you know, he, he really shows that um, he wants to help this king. Ammon then goes on and begins to teach. And he says that, um, you know, believest thou there is a God? And 
um, King Moroni says, I don't understand. And Ammon says, believest thou there's a great spirit? And he says, yes. Now, many of us may be inclined at this point to say, well, that's not true. What it is instead is that there is this person, there is a God, a being. Um, but of course, Ammon, again, with this wise yet harmless um, personality, um, explains, okay, so this thing that you believe is, is good. You know, it has it, truth in it. But let me explain to you a bit further what it actually is. Uh, and that is exactly how we should be teaching, because there is a lot of truth in everything that we listen to in the world. Half truths, part truths. Um, it's very rare, particularly in terms of faith or belief, that there is something that is completely false. It's, it, it does happen, obviously, but it's rare. Uh, there is often some truth that can be linked to uh, things that people believe. Tr true, it's sincere seekers of, of, of truth, that is. Um, so Ammon then goes on and he explains about the pillars of eternity. He begins at the creation. He then goes on to the fall and he teaches about the plan of redemption as well, which will, then, of course, include the coming of Christ. Uh, and he teaches about these really important pillars of eternity. Camille Franck explained this, quote, Alabrutar McConkey called these the three pillars of eternity and the greatest events that have ever occurred in all eternity. He explained, if we can gain an understanding of them, then the whole eternal scheme of things will fall into place and we will be in a position to work out our own salvation. These three are the foundations upon which all things rest. Without any one of them, all things would lose their purpose and meaning and the plans and designs of deity would come to naught. Close quote. Um, yeah, I think that um, these things are s supremely important. And when we consider how Ammon prepared uh, King Lamoni to receive a, a conversion, an understanding and a... And a and a complete desire to change it is through understanding where we came from what why this earth was created what happened in the fall so that we're in the state that we are in now and what our savior has done for us um or in their case what the savior would do for them so that they could receive a, a complete conversion and um, reconciliation with god in verse 41 the king has believed all the words of Ammon. And he calls out to the Lord and says, O Lord, have mercy according to thy abundant mercy, which thou hast had upon the people of Nephi, have upon me and my people. And there's this kind of Enos-esque prayer by King Lamoni that not only does he want salvation for his own sins, he also wants salvation for his people. And he has seen the salvation that the, that the other people, that the Nephites have had. Um, and so this is wonderful because we see again this pattern which I've spoken about before of assurance action and evidence and king lamoni has just begun on this path he's received great assurances by not just ammon but also what he has observed amongst the people of nephi uh, and now he is acting for himself and then of course he, re he receives his evidence in this case he falls to the earth uh, very similar to Al um, alma in his conversion um, and so what we have now is a, is a period where you know, the, the king is going through this conversion process. He's been prepared and he's received the word and he is now beginning to change. Uh, that is really the essence of chapter 18. It's a wonderful chapter. Absolutely love it. There's so many elements and there's many elements that I've had to kind of skip over. Elements such as how Ammon uses the scriptures to teach, you know, wonderful principle. And there's many other things like that. So please do study it yourself in your own time. I've just picked out a few highlights for, to, for you to consider. 
um, please share the podcast. You can rate, review it, uh, so we can get more listeners and more discussion going. There is our, our Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me, that you can join and share your thoughts and ideas. And there's other things posted on there as well. And then you can email session at gmail.com. If you are interested in joining me for a future study podcast episode, um, then we can record that over Zoom and uh, you, you can be part of a future um, study session podcast. Thank you for listening and until we meet again.